It's the Morning Invasion with Dex and Steve-O. And Carlos. Good morning, everybody. Can I just call you Los? How many people call you Los? Everybody, please. Uh, I'll take that all day. Word. Yeah, Los is all easy. Right. See? See? D-Man, you ask and you get an answer. Now I know. <laughs> Am I a racist vegetable? Yeah. Oh, here Honestly, we go. yeah, you are. It's ignorant and racist. It sure Thank is. You. Thank you, Carmen. Yeah, here. Speaking of wholesome quality cartoons. Here in just a second, we're gonna we're gonna jump into why VeggieTales is you can't racist. Can't say why it's racist. It's totally racist, guys. Oh. I read the article. It's so racist. Okay. okay, now that is racist and insane. You don't know wow. what you're talking about, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Carlos is here from Compassion International, and this week we are dedicating the station mm. to uh, jumping on board to save, save the lives of children. Thousands, millions of kids we know all over the world are living in, uh, living in circumstances that are insane. Like, the, the, we here in America, we, we can't even comprehend. No, we like, can't. We really can't. That's why it's Compassion International and not Compassion National, because uh, it wouldn't like do as well. It'd be like, help us save children in Boise, <laughs> Idaho. Wait, what? In Boise, Idaho? Yeah, Boise. For $38 a month. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not mocking. Yeah. Compassion National. Well, we get that, though. Like, <laughs> I, can, I, I can promise you, you're going to get an email at some point from yeah. someone that's going to say, well, why? Why there are kids we right here. Yeah, right. locally, right. You know, like, here's the thing, Carlos. Like, it's true. We we uh we were recently educated uh, about uh, um, the problem here in our state. Are we you? we are number one when it comes to childhood hunger. Yeah. like mm-hmm. number one. Number one. New Mexico in, is. Yeah. yeah, And we our states wins at all the. When bad we things. found that out, we were we were blown away. Yeah. And then we educated the listeners, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea." Mm-hmm. And since since then, you know, it's been almost two years now, and there's this amazing organization in town that is now like. It's blown up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's blown up, and we're seeing change. We're seeing these these kids now being able to eat. And uh, gosh, man, it's it's incredible to even see the Starmy, our listeners, jump on board. Yeah, just because they didn't know, like mm-hmm. they weren't educated. Yeah, and um, if you've never left America, I mean, you don't know what the rest of the world is like. Mm-hmm. And so we're focusing on what Thailand. Yeah, today we're focusing on Thailand. Yeah. And uh, Carlos is here because he's been there, man. He's mm-hmm. been all around. He just got back from Africa, and uh, he knows what these living conditions are like. Right. And uh, um, uh, it's super easy. 38 bucks a month. You jump on board at star88.fm, and there's a number you can call as well. What's that number? It, oh, the number changed. Apparently, I was giving you the wrong one. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> That's right. great. Okay. I love when the, when the website's up to date. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here's the number. Please call and let's let's help some kids. It's 855-293-2323. I love that it wasn't even close. Yeah, not yeah, even, not not even like, close. Like, and that's close. not even the number on the website that I, I gave everybody the... I'm like, go here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, so go, still go there. And, and maybe it, just click on it and do it on the web. And <laughs> you were talking about how you, you, just, you just learned about New Mexico and, and learning about what it's like kids here. Yeah. And that's my thing. If that's your heart, man, help a kid here, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But just don't do nothing. Right. Because the argument is, well, why are you helping kids over there when we have kids here? Cool. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. You helping kids here? Right. Well, that's well. Just do do something. Real. That's usually what happens. Uh, speaking within our faith as Christians, it's usually when somebody points out a sin, it's like, oh, well, what about 
What about this? Or what about that? Or what about um, my friends who aren't believers? Well, what about the child in Africa who's never heard the name of Jesus? Huh? So you're telling me Jesus is the only way? Huh? What? And I'm like, hey, man, we're talking about you right now. Mm -hmm. Stop deflecting, bro. Like every single one of us are going to have to give an account. So what's your account? You know, like what's the balance look like in your savings fund as far as, you know, (laughs) compassion and giving and doing something? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like God God puts it on your heart. Each individual. Maybe it is locally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's in Thailand. Maybe it's in Africa. Who knows what it is? Because let's be real. We're talking about Feed New Mexico Mm -hmm. kids and at the same time talking about Compassion International. I can do both. $38 a month, which is nothing, guys. Like, you look at your stupid... Uh, my internet bill that I get every month from Comcast <laughs> so, that so is just expensive. raking me over the yes. coals is twice what it would cost me to sponsor a child. Mm-hmm. But I needs me some internet. And so we have all these necessities of life that we spend all of this money on, but we're talking about literally saving the life yeah. of a child. And we balk at that. And so we can do, I can do that. And Go to the grocery store and grab extra groceries to give to feed New Mexico kids at the same time yeah. because we're talking now about what fifty bucks a month maybe. So I'm I'm just telling you, it's possible sure. to actually be giving and and do both. And man, yeah. sometimes it sucks, especially as Christians, to talk about giving because w- people want to like go the opposite direction and go, well, 10%, is that like our gross or net income when tithing? <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, and I'm like, man, if you want to get technical, Jesus said to give all. So let's let's be real here. Like, yeah. what are you giving? Um, but God does also say in scripture that he loves a cheerful giver, that high, that hylos, hilarious giver. Like, yeah. so if you're not giving from a place of of love and from willingness to give, don't give. Like, we right. don't need your stingy, like angry heart like that kid doesn't need that what he needs is somebody who truly is giving because they have a desire to save the life of somebody across the pond yeah seriously these kids man they're great kids they want to play soccer they want to run around they want to be kids and poverty robs them of that ability Mm -hmm. like i was telling you about the little boy who at eight is probably a better mechanic than the three of us combined yeah it's because the world that he lives in dictates at eight years old you must work to survive yeah. Compassion says, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take care of your of your belly, and we're gonna get you into school, and we're gonna let you be a kid, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to go and work as a mechanic with your hands at eight. Yeah. Instead, you can be a kid and just go kick a soccer ball, yeah, and and practice your studies." Man. There's a young man I met. His name is Joshua. He's a he's an old man like me now, but he went to the Compassion program in the DR, and he went all the way through. And every morning, this was his routine before Compassion. He'd wake up. At like 5 a.m., 5, 5.30, before the sun came up, to go pick garbage out of the garbage dump because he was trying to find what he called valuable plastics. Okay. It was the plastics that he could find to turn in for a little bit of coin. Those coins, he'd then go to the market to buy a piece of bread so he'd have something in his stomach before going to school because he knew once he got to school, he'd get lunch. Right. Well, the mornings he couldn't find the right plastics or enough, he went without. One morning he got to school because he hadn't eaten the night before. Yeah. He didn't get breakfast either. He passed out at the school. Gosh. There's no nurse at the school. Right. Okay, like we have here, we have a nurse or a doctor usually that can take care of yeah. you if your kid yeah. passes out at school. So they basically just dropped them off at home. They're like, we're just going to take them home. So they took them home. They gave him a little bit of water and a little bit of like a little cookie to kind of get something Jeez. in his system. Yeah. But they just took them home. And at home, guess what wasn't there? Lunch. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Yeah. So right. like this kid's hungry. Oh He's gosh. like, I was starving all the time. And then compassion got in the mix. 
He's like, for the first time, I didn't have to worry about breakfast. I had it. I didn't have to worry about dinner. I had it. Jeez, man. I didn't have to patch up the holes and pray that my, my pants would fit because the minute you don't have the right school uniform, you can't go to school. And if you can't go to school, you can't get lunch. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. all of this revolves around his ability to get food. Yeah. And there's that like that survival mode that kicks in, right? Yeah. And even if you're a child or an adult, it's like if you don't eat, something in us just kind of flips and mm-hmm. it's that survival mode. And that's when you see crime happening. You see people getting desperate, especially if you have kids, and it's like I'll do whatever it takes to feed my kids. Yeah. Yes. If it means going and breaking into this house to try to get some some like some cheese and bread for my kid, then mm-hmm. you see that happening. Mm-hmm. Guess how old Joshua was when he got into the system. So this whole story about the trying mm-hmm. to survive. How old do you think he was at the time? This is before he got into compassion. How old do you think he was? Forty three. <laughs> okay, shut up, God. You're Am so bad at guessing. You're out. <laughs> Dang it. You're out. Nine. Younger. What? Six. You seven. Oh. Seven you years see, old. How, how old are your kids? Uh, I, uh, my youngest is six. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 17, 15, and 13. Okay. Could you imagine your kids handling that? No. Going right. to a dump? No. At 17? Oh yeah. At right. six? Right. Mm-mm. You can't see it. Mm-mm. You can't. But that Mm-mm. was his world. I can barely get my kids to pick up the dog poop in the backyard, much less go to a dump to try and get something to survive. Yeah. Gosh, he was man. doing that at seven. Seven. Yeah, that's what he has to worry about. You right. know, he has to worry about, you know, am I going to eat today? You know, is the garbage that I'm picking through, am I going to be able to like find enough plastic mm-hmm. so I can survive? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm so, getting mad right now just thinking about it. It's right. just so unacceptable, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, we, we can do more, man. We can do more. We're so spoiled as Americans and we waste so much and we, we come on, 38 bucks a month is nothing. Yeah. So change it. Yeah. Call now and change it for one child. It's 855 855- Two nine three two three two three. You can change that, that for one again. child give right that now. Number again, because give it again, it's the, give it's it the again. right number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> give it again. Eight five five two nine three two three two three. Amen. Amen. I love mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. so good, man. Or star eighty eight Go to the website. It's you can you can get all the information on all the kids. Maybe you get the family together and you guys can do it together. Um, Steve-O, he he showed us a picture of uh, of a drawing that uh, their child sent to uh, Jacopet. The Jeter family. It was yeah, man. pretty cool, man. Yeah. How, how do you get one every month? Like, when is uh We get one. Oh, get gosh. One? It's pretty... It, we get regular yeah. correspondence. Yeah. So, I'm like, is it every month? Is it... Yeah. And then we post them, you know, where that... We got that... That stereotypical white family thing going on where it's like... <laughs> and then we put them on our refrigerator with the magnet to remind ourselves, we can chill our food. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you ain't wrong. Right? Yeah, exactly. I remember I walk into oh, a I walk into a woman's home and she was so happy because she got a refrigerator. And in my head, I'm like, this is literally a tin shack. Right. I'm like, how do you have her? Okay, I'll walk in. And as I walk into her home, she has the little mini fridge. Yeah. Not plugged in, but there's a door. Yeah. And there's fish in there. It's not on. It's wow, not man. being chilled. Yeah. But she was so proud because she somehow was able to junk up yeah. uh, a refrigerator. And instead, it made her feel like she had value. Yeah. Because she had a refrigerator, even yeah. if it wasn't plugged in. Have you have you seen this? Uh, I was I watched this documentary of these kids. I can't remember the name of it off the bat. Uh, but it, it, they uh, they were these college kids. And they wanted to see what it was like to live off of you know pennies a day or mm-hmm. pennies a week or whatever. So they moved to this, this poor part. I think it was in uh, South America. And they lived with the people there in the small little village, and they found that the community is so tight, mm-hmm. you know? 
And so what they do is um, they'll pick a family and they'll be like, all the all the money they make, they will focus on that family to get them a refrigerator or a stove. Yep. And then once they get a stove, they move on to the next family. And yep. it could be months until they, you know, all save up. But almost everybody in the village had a stove. And then they were working on like, okay, what can we get next, you know? Mm. Um, it was it was incredible to see how tight the community is. Yeah, there, I've seen know? a lot of that. It's called communal living. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. And there was a, a woman whose house was washed away. This is in the Dominican, Dominican Republic now. And she lived off of a riverbed. Well, what happens with rivers when they get too much water? They yeah. flood out. She'd lost her home like two or three times. Jeez. So the community would come back. They would find enough uh, rebar and wood and scrap metal and form her a shack. So... The community would take care of her, at least making sure she had a safe structure yeah. to sleep in at night. But here's the thing that we talked earlier about the Dominican Republic being yeah. a highly touristy area. Well, across that river in the new touristy area, they were building a new hotel. And that hotel is a million dollar hotel. I mean, gorgeous, like a Hyatt or something like that. Right. <laughs> here's the thing about that hotel. No windows to that side. No way. They didn't want to show it. If you're yeah. a tourist and you're visiting, do you want to see a shantytown? Yeah, right. no kidding. Jeez. Not a single window. Oh my god, That's crazy. Imagine you're her. You see the, the luxury. Yeah. You gosh, see it, man. but then you see no windows. What does that tell you? Right. Like, I'm not even worth looking at. Oh my gosh. And her kids are being raised in that. Jeez. And this is, again, just to tell you, this is where compassion steps in. Yeah. Poverty tells you you're worthless. Mm -hmm. Compassion reminds you of the love of Jesus. Yeah. And you can do that by sponsoring a kid yep. today through compassion and say, look, I don't know you, but I love you. And I love you because I love Jesus. Yep. And because of that love, I'm going to help you with food. I'm going to help you with education. I'm going to help you with some medicine so that you can be taken care of. Gosh, I just want to like stand and salute every time you play this music. Yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so fired up. I'm going to cry this morning. I'm like on the he verge cry. of crying. He, like he doesn't cry. He's not like fired up. I've seen the red, the redness yeah. in. So it's I coming. Know. Tears it's are coming. coming. It's, Which it's is crazy to me. I cry back. over trailers. Stop right? holding back. Okay. Tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears All right. of confusion. Ooh. I just cry. <laughs> he does a lot. I do. We so have much. to we have to take a quick break, but Carlos, give the number again. Here's the right one. Uh 855-293-2323. You can also go to star88.fm. There's a compassion banner. Click on that. And uh, everything's up at Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash star88fm. Yeah, and share your stories, guys. If uh, maybe you got a, um, a story to share about the kid that you sponsored last year, we've been receiving a lot of those and um, what it's meant to you guys over the this past year. And so we'll get to those. Text I got a messages. story coming up, bro. Yeah. I had a run in with a crazy racist cucumber recently. Dude. <laughs> Larry again? Larry the cucumber. Is he a name. racist? <laughs> He's a racist. God, no, it's not Larry the cucumber. I, it's not? No. It's Todd the tomato? It's I don't Todd know the names. tomato. I didn't grow up it's with Todd. It. No, it's not Todd the tomato. What? Are you kidding me? You know all of them by name. I, yeah, I do. Carlos the collard green. <laughs> it's Col uh, Carlos the collard green is such a uh, racist. Uh, Esther the eggplant. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there, a, uh, is there a Puerto Rican vegetable? Yeah, I think Carlos dude, the yeah, plantain. Yeah. <laughs> I think a plantain. Yeah, man. Kiki the cabbage. Kiki the cabbage. Uh, yes. So many. Yes. So many diverse vegetables. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, the you know the Christian cartoon uh, Veggie Tales. Yeah. Uh, or they're racist. So, Bury the banana. Yeah. So is racist. a banana a vegetable? Okay. We'll be right back. Here. <laughs> the morning invasion with Dex and Steve. Boy, Carlos hanging out with us. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Steve-o. Uh. Here we go. Here we go. Uh. Uh. Are we really rapping here? Uh. My boy is Carlos, and he's in studio. We got a show today about some kids, yo. That was a terrible rap. I'm losing uh. it. But we're gonna give some money cause they need it We got people in the ghetto that need some dough In fact, that's really terrible I gotta stop, I can't do it, that's terrible Okay, They're well, not in the ghetto. let's work on that It's like, the, it's like the, with that part of the region Let's work the on that, it's alright It just felt just wrong stick, just stop. It felt so wrong, stop. you just kinda threw uh, me into stop. it Hold on, sometimes I, I gotta shut his mic off Whew. I wasn't expecting it God, That's what I hate about living in a closet It's like I shut his mic off and it doesn't even matter He's still <laughs> here there. I'm there Darn it I'm so loud Right. Well, I didn't know you were gonna try and make me rhyme this morning. Well, you know, it's uh, this is live radio, man. This yeah. is live radio. Yeah. Uh, Carlos from Compassion International hanging out with us, mm. and uh, we are dedicating this uh, this week to the kids uh, in Thailand, where we're focusing on that region. Um, and Carlos is here because he's been out there. He's he's seen firsthand. What it's like for these uh, these families, these children, yeah, um, and the poverty that they live in. Because, uh, well, like we were saying, poverty in America is uh, is a lot different than the poverty you see in a third world country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 crazy. And to see what you guys do, like when you when you come in like superheroes, because that's that's basically what compassion is. It's like you guys are superheroes that swoop in and are like, oh, you need a surgery. I got you. Mm-hmm. Let's do this, you know? Um, oh, wait, you just cut your finger off, kid? All right, we got you. Come with us, you know? It's like you guys are truly like the like superheroes, you know? And I'm sure the the families, that they have to look at you guys like that, right? And they here's are so thankful. Here's the beauty of that, what you're saying, because compassion will we'll always tell you this. We're not the heroes mm. because we set up the local church to be the hero. Wow. Because what we do as, as Compassion International, we go into these countries and we find partner churches and we say, okay, we're going to support you in yeah. your mission to reach this community. Yeah, man. So all the work that happens, happens in Jesus' name because Saul going through the local church yeah. and these people who may have never known of who Jesus was or have a relationship with him, look at the church like heroes. They look at God as the hero. We're just the conduit. So you get to be get to be the hero by calling or by going online to star88.fm and mm-hmm. picking a kid. You become the hero. Compassion's the conduit, and we set up the church on the other end to deliver that heroism in your name. That's incredible, man. So like, I'm looking at a little girl right now named Birdie. She's in Thailand. She's like four years old. You chose the easy name. I did. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You can't go Is for he, like Jacopet like me. You got to no. go Birdie. There's Nababa too. <laughs> oh! Look there you that. go, and that's it's N A W B A W B A W. I would totally, wow. I would totally uh, uh, sponsor that child just because it reminded me of Aladdin. And it's my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> it all goes Prince back Ali to Aladdin. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that kid. <laughs> well, both these kids, yeah. three, four years old, Man. living in abject poverty. If you click to learn more about these kids, you're going to find out some about their family, the region they live in, what they are, and what they do, all those things. But what you're going to do for this child is you're going to help them with some basics that they need to be kids. You're going to yeah. feed their bellies. You're going to get them into school. You're going to help this child not have to worry about dinner tonight. Mm. And you can do that right now. And then as they grow up, as, as they continue on with the Compassion Program, they're going to be forever taken care of because the local church is still going to be there. God's going to work through you and through the church to make a difference. 
it's that easy for for the, for the amount of my neck pillow yeah, that right. I purchased on the air trip here, <laughs> so that really, I wouldn't you, get a kink in my neck. Do you really like neck pillows? Because I don't get them. I've never used one. I, I think they're the worst. Here's the thing. I got suckered into a deal. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. See? Mm-hmm. I knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're walking by, you see the store that sells neck pillows, oh, yeah. and they're like, you can get one for $25 <laughs> or, hey, <laughs> right now, two for 40 Oh, wow. And I'm like, wait, that means... I can get two pillows for less than the cost of individually buying one. <laughs> I'm saving ten dollars. Gosh. Hmm. Dave Ramsey says do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. Yeah. Now amazing. I own a neck pillow and I still got a kink in my neck. Exactly. Yeah. They're not comfortable at They're all. Not. It's such a scam. And, yeah. I, and I didn't realize I didn't have a window seat. So I'm in the aisle yeah. holding a pillow in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no wall to lean against. It was the most pointless purchase. Exactly. But for the cost of that neck pillow, <laughs> yeah. I literally could have could have saved a child's life. Yeah. Gosh, man. Like, put that into perspective yeah. today. You're a terrible person. Yeah. I am. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I, I, here's, here's my saving grace. I actually sponsor a child. Oh, yes. well, thank so God. <laughs> for, for my $38 is a girl in the Dominican Republic yeah. who wakes up to breakfast every morning. Yeah. Gosh, man, that's cool. If you had breakfast today, if you were able to feed your kids today, you are blessed beyond measure. Yeah. And there's a child who's waking up today who oh. doesn't have breakfast. Right. But yeah. we can give them breakfast every day, plus send them to school if they need medicine, they'll have it mm-hmm. for $38. Wait, hold on. Producer, hold on, guys. This is this is awesome. What a treat. We're on the line right now. On the line, okay? We were just talking heroes, and we were talking about how fired up we are. The Incredible Hulk is on the line. Okay. He's on the line, guys. Do you want to talk to him? No. Carlos, you want to talk to the Incredible Hulk? I've never, See, so I would love. You've no. never talked to the say Hulk? Ah, no. uh, yes. Good morning. Uh, Hulk, are you there? Hulk. Yes. Walk. Help me. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, Are you? Uh, why won't people? Why won't people help? Well, we're trying to get people to I help. I can't do it anymore. Oh my no. God. I'm no, Calm down, Hulk. Ah! Oh, oh, calm down, Hulk. Calm down. Oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Hulk, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Oh, I think screaming at him. The sun's uh, getting no. real low. <laughs> Hulk. Yes! Yes! The sun's getting real low. Oh, oh hello? my gosh. Hulk. Hulk. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Oh, this oh. is Dex and uh, Steve on Carlos. Is this Dr. Banner? This is Dr. Dr. Bruce. Oh, dude. Who? Hey, man. You okay? Oh, hello? Okay. Oh, great. Well, great. See, this is why you don't anger the Hulk, man. How cool is because that? Because we're trying to get kids, like, a food in their belly, and he just wrecked an entire village. You right? got to talk to Out the Hulk, anger man. and just... Great. Great. I'm mad too. Now we definitely need people to sponsor a child because that whole village is gone. He wiped them all out, guys. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. Dump that. Can this dump, is dump that. Can we dump that? We don't have a delay big enough. Oh, this, is why, this is why we need you right now. Like, would you step in? <laughs> Star88.fm. You can see the kids. You can choose one and, and make a difference. Or. Honestly, call and I gotta pull the number out because wait, hold on a second, hold on, on the phone right now. Shut up! Eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three. That's eight five five two nine three Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. All right, that's how you remember that. Eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three. Do it for the goat, man. Do it for the goat. Do it for the Hulk, man, or he'll (laughs) destroy. 
I bet you didn't realize you were like walking into that. Well, I guess because of Lee, you knew. Lee warned me. Yeah. (laughs) I've never had more fun in a compassion event than today. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. uh, Let's take a quick break. We promise when we come back, we're going to tackle this. uh, I'm so mad at you, bro. I want some time to really, you know, like peel back the onion on this because I I, I just, no pun intended. Is there an onion veggie? Did you really just do that? I'm so disappointed in you. What are you, 70? <sighs> yeah. This isn't Caleb, bro. You I'm don't go have over. to give those jokes. I'll, I'll go with Peter. On yeah, the next just break. go, man. Oh, just man. go. We'll be right back. Thank you. The Morning Invasion with Jackson Steve on Star 88. You gonna. Oh. Oh, gosh. All right, everybody. It's time for everybody's favorite Christian cartoon. VeggieTales, starring Larry the Cucumber. If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile, if you like to walk with potatoes up and down the produce aisle. Take my money now! Okay, wow. Uh, why wow. have I never watched this? I don't know. This is uh, I this never. Is my kids did. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. Carlos, you ever uh, you ever watched uh, yeah that high test? quality animation? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, dude. I'm yeah. in it. That's the problem, man. That was always my. Pro- I was so spoiled that it was like. This is terrible. Really? Uh, Their mouths aren't even moving with the words. Okay. No. Here's the I, other thing. I grew up in a really conservative home, so I know about the pirates who don't do anything, my okay. hairbrush. I, I know way too much about wow. that show. Way too That's much. That's good to know, though. Here's what I don't understand. They're vegetables. What kid likes vegetables? Why would a kid want to watch a bunch of vegetables? All of the Jeter boys loved VeggieTales. That's why they're still do. amazing kids. Yeah. You Maybe. Know? Yes. That's how. That's why. The water buffalo. Guys, let me... Uh, I know it's Compassion Week, but let's just take a second to really uh, dig deep into this because uh, this is uh, this is insane. I just saw this this morning. Veggie Tales. Racists? Okay. Let's find out. Steve-O? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What's your story. favorite vegetable? No. My favorite vegetable? Uh, we grow our own, um, collards in the backyard and Swiss chard and my, my wife will, um, rock some bacon and then throw it in the chard in there with like the bacon grease and it's like the cauliflower. Is that what you said? No. We name a vegetable. That's all I asked you to do is name a vegetable. Swiss chard. Swiss chard? Maybe some bok choy. What? What? We grow this in our what backyard. What is this? Is this for rich people? Like okay. veggies for rich yes, people? Yes, rich people definitely grow their own vegetables. Bok choy? <laughs> rich people do not grow their own vegetables. Guys, I'm idiot. eating bok choy. <laughs> like, who eats bok choy? Yeah, a lot of people, what? you uncultured swine. Yeah, exactly, because I'm not rich like you. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever ate bok choy, Carlos? Of course he hasn't. <laughs> you know what bok choy is. Yeah, oh exactly. Thank gosh, you very much. You're missing Thank out, you, bro. bok choy. Fine, collard greens. That's my other Collard easy... greens? Dude, Who calls them collard greens? Greens. Have uh, you ever ate collard greens, you know, Carlos? That I have. You know okay, what else well, I actually I mean, love that that when I was a kid I was told I was supposed to hate? Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I love uh, They gotta be cooked right. Brussels sprouts. Well, they, they taste like farts. But when I was a kid, that was a thing that was like, oh, these are the worst. It's the worst vegetable. You can't do that on television. Like people you like were just always plain old, you'd like them just you know not raw. I mean, like but you, you gotta gr- you like grill them up, grill you cook them, them is, like yeah. you know. Right, yeah. I love them. Anyways, what are we talking about? We're oh, talking about vegetables. The topic is your what's your favorite vegetable? 
the topic, guys. No, what not. is the most racist vegetable? Yeah, that's that's what's going on here because uh, this just in, guys. Um, apparently, uh, VeggieTales is is getting called out. Ugh, I hate this culture for being so racist. Stupid. All right, now yeah, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think yeah. about it. Like, what do, why, why do you think? Is there that, no potato? Is that why? Because they don't have a brown vegetable? Are you offended, Carlos? <laughs> Your people in like Idaho. Your, hey, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> but it's like, actually technically it's kind of like me because I'm brown but really white on the inside yes. because I'm Spanish but I look like a white dude. So it's kind of like a potatoes brown, yes. but then you you peel off the layer super white well dude so that's what it is the potato is actually like the like <laughs> never mind well steve-o is spanish <laughs> and then we have carlos who is puerto rico, puerto rico. thank yes, you thank donald you donald trump <clears throat> uh so uh you guys could you guys are minorities <clears throat> was that sure. racist was saying that we're minorities right yeah. but technically now it aren't in america that would still in my opinion we would be the majority okay. i mean in new mexico spanish is the majority so technically, the white dude's like the minority. All right. No? I don't know. I'm, I'm not wrong. Okay. What if I told you guys that the bad vegetables in VeggieTales, why are they always minorities? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the bad veggies <laughs> that sorry. are always the minorities. I don't understand okay? this conversation. Okay. Last week, Cal State held a whiteness forum where students presented poster board projects that were meant to, quote, take a critical look at whiteness. One of those projects claimed that the villains in VeggieTales tend to have ethnic accents, while the, all the heroes, they all sound white. <coughs> this is really what people go to college for now. Like, this is really where we're at in America. Sponsor a child. <laughs> they the, actually need your help. The project Our children stated, here are lost. <laughs> the project stated, quote, when kids see the good white character triumph over the bad person of color character, <laughs> okay. they are taught that white is right and minorities are the source of evil. It didn't wow. rhyme. They need to get better at their rhymes. Yes. <laughs> Another white project. is right. Minorities are abority. I can't rhyme that. I can't. What? You got to They just got to get better at rhyming. Okay. Another project <laughs> called the NFL Racist. Oh gosh. Because most of the players are black while most of the coaches and owners are white. What? That's that's not true though. I immediately thought of like well, they're all wide receivers and, and quarterbacks, but still. That is ignorant and racist. No, J.J. Watt, Houston. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, Clay Matthews. I hate this article. Uh, I don't. This is the I stupidest honestly, no, article no, no, I've no, ever no, heard. No, 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 no. Honestly, I'm, I'm, not, I'm being serious right now. Like, that, that's kind of ridiculous. That Why is that? Why is it that the villain veggies always are the ones with the accents? Aaron is it says, because they're the enemy? Are they talking about Mr. Lunt with the gold tooth and somewhat Chicano accent? Like, I don't understand. Let me YouTube this real quick. Yeah, dude, who VeggieTale. are the villains in VeggieTales? I thought villain. the devil was the villain. Yeah, I thought all the... <laughs> like, in the end, they're all kind of redeeming stories. Yeah, yeah. And they're not... I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, this... I keep thinking of the French peas. Like, <laughs> right, like, right. That's were a... they bad? Right. 
All right, let's pull this up, guys. <laughs> they were just Dang, obnoxious. Like the wise men would have to do whatever he said. That's a biblical this story, though. This made the wise men very right. unhappy. Right. And they immediately right. started the good thinking guys. They sound white. ways to get rid of Daniel. These guys are totally white. Bring on the villain. Well, they're chives, bro. <laughs> Those are chives, right? Those are chives. Onions? Dude, I like this. Gosh, I want to punch myself in the face so hard. So hard. Okay, we're not sitting through this whole thing, all right? Uh, we'll have to get back to you on this. I don't know. TJ says everything is racist, and when everything is racist, nothing is. Think about it. Mm. What? Mm, that's deep. That's thick. That's rich. Yeah, I, I'll say this as, as, a, as a person of color, I guess, in the room, since mm -hmm. I'm Puerto Rican and brown, so I don't know if that counts. But for me, like, there are instances of, of times I have felt like... I walked into a department store one time. This is like one of those Nordstrom, like legit, like I had no money, so I shouldn't be in there. And I had a hoodie on and I got followed around. You know, so there's that moment of like, why are you following me? Yeah, right. You know, so I think sometimes real racism does still happen. Like I've oh, experienced yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. But we also nitpick a lot trying to find stories mm -hmm. to make yeah. things sensational just so we can make somebody angry. And this no, is right. to me feels that way. Yeah, I mean. It feels like we're we're gonna knock on the veggies because we don't like a certain little thing about it and we're gonna make a big deal or nothing. Yeah. And when you do that, then for me again, as someone who's dealt with some racism in life. You take away from real issues and real people who are mm -hmm. having real problems. We can yep. bring real change. So it's like, hey, look at everything else. Let's not worry about real change. Right. Let's look at the veggies because the veggies are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Who cares? It's it's a kid show. Yeah. There's, I've I've seen it. My kids see it. I don't see. I never single once thought a moment of that being racist. Right. But I have experienced real racism that could be a problem, which we should bring change there. Right. You know. But like, yeah. it doesn't make the veggies racist. Come on. Yeah. That's good. Dude. Well, joining us on the phone right now is uh, Larry the Cucumber. Larry, oh go ahead. God. Are you on the show? Okay. He hung up. Gosh. Hung we up. actually interviewed the voice actor who plays Larry the Cucumber, and we were told he will not break character. He won't. Mm -mm. He is Larry the Cucumber. Are you serious? And we, yeah, this was before you were here, and it was just Teo and I, and our goal was like, homie's breaking character. <laughs> And he did. Yeah, you got him to break character. We totally got him to laugh so hard that he completely like broke character and was like trying so hard to keep it together. But we were asking. I don't think he was prepared because it's Larry from VeggieTales. So you know he's only doing yeah. like K-Love and Air One uh, interviews. And he got us and it was not what he was expecting. Right. We talked about food processors. We talked. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Like we got deep. That's amazing. Yeah. Have you heard of the Instapot? <laughs> yeah. And dude, it was he lost it two different times. He broke and it was like, Ugh. and my life is fulfilled. Ah. My life is fulfilled. Beautiful. All right. Well, if you guys, uh, I don't know, if you, have, but I guess we've figured it's not racist. Get out of here. Whoever came up with that, Cal State, get out of here. Whiteness Dude, yeah. Forum. Literally, nobody's going. Wait, they have a point. Everyone is saying this is yeah, ridiculous. It is. Yeah. So, all right, it's Compassion Week, and Carlos hanging out with us, uh, and he's he's sharing incredible stories of uh, being out there on the battlefields. Man, he gets mm -hmm. to go out there. What's it like to uh, to be a part of that, man? When you get to go out and experience. Uh, you know, what it's like uh, in a third world country, you know, us in America, we have so much, you know, we, yeah. we are so blessed, yeah. whether it's, uh, you know, the, you know, the homes, the cars we drive in, you know, we, we, most of us here, we get three solid meals a day, you know, we usually have leftovers, you know, for days. And then you go to, you know, place like Thailand and you see these kids, sometimes they don't even have families. Yeah. Right. 
and they're living in mud. When's the last time they had a shower? Mm-hmm. The drinking water is filled with disease and bacteria. Mm-hmm. Man, t- talk about that, man. What's that like to, to witness that and see that? I love that we just talked about veggies and we're going to transition to this. And here's why. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. When, when you look at the worries that we have in the U.S., <laughs> right. gosh, here's our worry today. We have time. Are the vegetables <laughs> racist? In this kid's cartoon. <laughs> That's our worry today. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, oh, man. When you look at racism, it, it's something that was going to divide us. Yeah. I don't care if you're if you're black, if you're brown, and you look like me, if you're white. I, I, I want to love people. Yeah. And that's what we have the chance to do today. Regardless of race and background, whether you got a million bucks or a dollar to your name. Yeah. Today, we're going to love people, and we're going to do it together. And if this is our biggest worry today, I can promise you kids in Thailand have a much bigger worry. Because yeah. they're worried about their next meal. Yep. They're worried about tomorrow morning, will mom and dad have enough to cook for me so that I have something to eat before I go to school? That's if they even go to school, because if they don't have a uniform, they often can't attend. Yeah. It's not like here, you can just send your kids off to school, and it's become almost like daycare for a lot of parents, because you don't have to worry about your kid from yeah. 8 a.m. to about 2 or 3. But in, in other countries, they don't have that. Right. So today, you get to step in and, and do that for the life of a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I went to Honduras. Honduras is one of those areas where they told us, hey, leave your cell phone, take your earrings out. Like, even though we're going into this area and, we, and it's pretty safe, like, we don't want to give them any reason for them to hassle us. Right. So we're going in and I'm, I got to the project and the first thing I did, and I was talking to the, to the pastor there. I'm like, so how safe are we? He's yeah. like, you're safe today because the drug lord of that area who kind of runs the whole neighborhood, his son's in the program. No oh way. Now, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. The stun is not sponsored, but we allow him to do all the work because the, the drug lord guy's like, hey, if you're going to have this here, you're going to help my family too. Wow. His son every day goes back to his father and is telling him about Jesus. Yeah. Wow. He's going yeah. back to his father and talking about the church and what's going on. The father who... I don't know if he's a believer or not. I yeah. mean, he's in the cartel. He does his thing. <laughs> right. That's his source of income. He's yeah. doing well. Right. But he's being ministered to because of that child in the program. Man. Because of the good he sees that Compassion does, he allows Compassion in that neighborhood, in that project. He does. He didn't hassle us. We had no problems going in and going out. We were completely safe. We were basically watched after by him right. and his crew. And we get to bring Jesus to a very dark neighborhood that does not get the word of God usually, but this church is allowed to exist. The, pro- the project's allowed to exist and kids are being helped. Kids who have nothing. Like these kids had zero. They're coming up with clothes that are tattered and worn and we're helping them with fresh clothes. We're helping them with food. They get to go to school and they get to see now there's another way. Yeah. They don't have to go the way of becoming a drug mule. Right. They can go to school and get a degree and become an accountant. And the, the hope of compassion is that through these, proje- these projects that God can use them to bring change. And we've seen that. There yeah. was a, a city called Guale. The city 10 years ago, the most dangerous city in the country. Wow. You fast forward 10 years, I got to visit this city. Now is called Guale, nicknamed the city of God. Wow. Because this is a different drug dealer now. The drug lord who ran that city, he got saved. He was now the pastor of the church. Dude. That's like one of those it's Paul crazy. stories where it's like, and I was murdering Christians, yeah. and now yeah, I'm writing right? two-thirds yeah. of the New Testament. I'm talking to this pastor, <laughs> and he's like, I used to sell drugs. I used to run this neighborhood. They had Dang, to have five dude. police stations just to manage the uh, amount of crime. There's one police station there now that's like a substation. They only operate a couple days a weekend. Here's the best part about these stories is 
and yet another reason why I love Compassion International. Like, honestly, we're talking about in America how at a university they're having conversations about racist vegetables and that's mm-hmm. what they're in the church in America. If this was a story in America, you know, it would be divided between people who were had a willingness and and people who s- would see that story and go, yeah, but that kid's dad is a drug lord. We can't let him be a part of the church. Man. You know what I mean? Like a sinner, bro. And right. I'm like, yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm I think you need to go back and read. I don't know the Bible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like any of it, because you're missing it all. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, that's what would happen here. We'd mm-hmm. have these stories, and then there'd be like some petition, and then something would happen, and then it hit TMZ, and then now the next thing you know, the church in order to be a above reproach in American culture eyes it's like well then they shunned this family and because this dude's dad is a drug lord but right. instead compassion says you know what we're going to do we're going to bring him in because we're going to impact the life of this kid who in turn is going to go back and tell his father about Jesus yeah. and that's why I love being a part right. of Compassion International yeah some of these kids don't know Jesus when they come right they don't we've, Gosh, we've there's this statistic that kind of shows for every child that gets sponsored 10 to 12 people because of that sponsorship come to know the love of Jesus. No way. That's crazy. Because yeah, these dude. kids go back to homes that are broken, that are hurting, that don't know Jesus, and they tell them what they've been learning in the church. Yeah. Because they have to go to the project to check in, to get wow. the to get their meals, to get taken care of. They're taking back Jesus to their families. Wow. That's how the city of Guale got changed. We had the drug dealer's son in the program. Yeah. He got him saved. The whole city came to know Jesus because we brought down the person who was controlling everything, and he got to know Jesus, and love stepped in. Carlos, you're going to love this. Guess who's on the phone right now? Larry the Cucumber is joining us on the show right now. Larry, are you there? I can't. Yeah, I'm here. Hey. Larry. I don't have any arms. What? I don't have any arms. Are you on Bluetooth? Yeah, yeah, I am. Sorry. Larry, did you just hear us talk about this article uh, about how the villains are racists? How do you feel about that? Do you agree or disagree? Well, I don't. I don't agree with it. I work with all the people, all the vegetables, and we love each other. Yes. Uh, and the people that produce the show, they're wonderful people. Yes. I don't know why we worry about this show? stuff. They should just call oh. Compassion and sponsor a child. That's what I think. I love that, Larry the Cucumber. I think that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for calling, Thank Larry. you so much, Larry. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Okay, bye-bye now. All that's right. 2323. He's got connections, dude. Then yeah. they run deep. Can you believe Larry the Cucumber listens to the show? <laughs> well, How I mean, cool of, is that? Of course I believe it. We're the best Christian morning show on the planet, bro. That, that's a lie. Uh-huh. 855-293-2323. That's 855-293-2323. Or go straight to star88.fm. Clip on, click on the uh, compassion banner. And, uh, dude, change the life of a child. Seriously. Change the life of a child. I love that. Carlos, hanging out with us from Compassion International, sharing what Compassion's all about and sharing some uh, amazing stories. So uh, we'll hear more from Carlos here in just a few. But uh, go to star88.fm. Sponsor a child. All right, we're going to talk NFL. Apparently, uh, the NFL wants to change how punts work. <laughs> and and they, they're asking for for ideas like help because they're out of them (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy all right we'll we'll be right back hang out with us